anticipating something. Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity and relationships on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous. Welcome back to The Naughty Rude Show Welcome. on Sin Nation. Oh my God, it's been a while, Peter. What a hot second Felicity <laughs> has been. <laughs> um, and we're joined by Danny. Hello. Hey guys, how are you? Good, good, good. Yeah. For those of you who haven't heard our voices before, we'll do a bit of an intro. Um, my name is Peter and I am single and have done the Naughty Rude show once before, a season before. With and Felicity. With Felicity. <laughs> oh, I miss your sexy You guys are old voice, mates. But you do have a sexier voice. My now. voice is real sexy tonight because I've lost it. <laughs> we got to get you to read out the um, song intros and outros. I'll do everything. Just <laughs> like a dedication section. Like I a, can do it. This is Naughty Rude Show. This is Naughty Rude Show with Peter's sexy voice. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Felicity. I am 22. I am single. Uh, Bye as well. Um, what else can I add to this? I don't oh, yeah. do anything. I'm, I'm just like, g'day, I'm Peter. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fun fact, I'm actually quite sunburnt at the moment. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, you were telling me yeah. before the show. Yeah. I know, I'm like starting to peel a little Ooh, bit on my back. You were responsible. You put sunscreen on. Oh, look, I, yeah... There's no excuse for was that. It, when was it from? From today. So Whoa, like, and you're no, already peeling. Well, I am peeling. So I don't know. My skin's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so this morning it was meant to be like a chill day. And I was like, <laughs> Next minute. I'm going to go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next minute, go to the beach and get burned. Wow. And here we are today. Here we are. Danny, young blood. Hey. Um, yeah, so my name's Danny. Um, I'm 22 as well. Um, I'm a bi guy and I'm currently single. Yeah. We're all single. Ooh. Yeah, tragic. <laughs> it is actually tragic. Is it really tragic though? <laughs> I've no, had a recent it. breakup. Did you have a recent breakup, Felicity? Mm, kind of. Yeah, wanna, how yeah. tragic were you? Did you have a recent breakup, <laughs> no, Danny? Good for you. You're empowering. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that being said, though, I'm like a serial dater. But yeah. we will talk about that later. We've yeah. got so many things to oh chat God, about so tonight. Um, just because of, like, I guess the. Uh, time of me becoming single in the last week I definitely want to talk it's okay it's fine it's fine it's right it's okay um I want to talk about certain things that attribute to the general I guess the closure process of relationships especially when they kind of end abruptly not how you expect them to I also want to chat about Insta warfare and yes. just total social media revenge, like what is appropriate, what isn't, because I may have posted something that was just not appropriate. Is it like spiteful? Kind of. Ooh. But cathartic at the same time. I yes, like it made me feel great, um, but we'll talk about that. We'll unpack, we'll definitely unpack later. <laughs> oh, well, look, tonight, as always, um, I've been on the show for a while now, so most of you know that I share or sort of like overshare my stories. <laughs> Ain't um, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, some people love it, some people don't, especially my parents. My parents don't. Oh, well, um, <laughs> boo them. <laughs> Boo-hoo, 21st century. It's not like 1900s. Anyway, um, yeah, so tonight I guess I'll be talking about, you know, like is sex on the first date like socially acceptable these Mm, days mm. well and then also like comparing my dating life from tinder to bumble and um how dating 
can be really hard, like on the age in, in this age of like social media and oh. cell phones. Mm. And um, yeah, reinventing yourself after a breakup because I feel very liberated after a massive breakup. Yeah, good. Yeah. I'll have to get some pointers. (laughs) (laughs) Liberate me, Felicity. I will liberate you. I will shake your world. I don't know. (laughs) And um, here at Naughty Rude, one of the big features is our Tumblr. Um, So if any of our listeners want to get involved in that, do get around it because it's always a good time. I love giving unsolicited advice. It is (laughs) so fun. We are not professionals. We are not professionals, (laughs) but look, we like to shove our opinions down your throat. So if you do want to check out our Tumblr, and you can obviously post questions anonymously, we won't be chasing you up. You can check it out at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Just nice. remember it's all anonymous as well. It's all chill. Or if you want to say hello, say your name, be my guest, be our guest. Yeah, yeah. that's cute. Yeah. Um, I've also posted on my Instagram, <laughs> um, just like getting people to ask questions if they're not fearless, like if they are fearless. So if you want to check out my Instagram, it's the real. P titty. Oh my god! Oh, Alright, if you guys want to follow me, as well as Peter's like promoting her socials. I'm not. What do you mean? I'm single. <laughs> Mine's at Felicity F E L I C I T Y Lynette L Y N N E T T. I don't know why. I'm Danny, you might as well go. Might as well do at D A N Y H I C K Danny Hick. Yeah, give it a give it a follow. Yeah, see lots of pics of my dog and stuff. And also, the Naughty Rude Show's got a Twitter account. So at Naughty Rude, if you want to tweet us and just keep up to date with what's going on you can even slide into our dms on facebook just search for the naughty root show i reckon we're ready to hit it off should we go to a bit of a beat just to ease into it it. now i know felicity you've got a playlist but can i maybe just like play queen songs yes because oh my god we were just talking about this i watched bohemian rhapsody like everyone else and i just reawoken my love yeah get on it so my favorite song which kind of like matches up with my low-key spiteful, low-key still, like, hung up on boy is, um, <laughs> You Don't Fool Me. Do you like, do you like that song? Do I don't. Want? I, for hardcore queen me. fan, I really don't know the song. Hold on a second. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> prepared You're gonna love it, all right? All right Get done. ready for this, guys. This is You Don't Fool Me, the remastered 2011 version <laughs> by Queen. <laughs> You're listening to The Naughty Roo Show on Sin Nation. Anyway, that got me really pumped up and ready to dish out, I guess, a bit of like a battlefield sense um, of play. So I'm talking about Insta Warfare and I'm talking about when you break up with someone, I don't know whether it's a mutual breakup, whether they've broken your heart or vice versa, you always kind of want to show them something that they can't have at the end of the day via your socials. So what's appropriate, what oversteps the mark, and have I done a (laughs) doo-doo? At the end of the day, I want this guy back. Like, I'll probably just chill out and hang 10 until he works his shit out. I don't know if he ever will. We'll see. But, like, I can't be a bitch all the time, and I was real bad. So Mm, the day after we broke up, I... um, I went out to the 21st and got blind, like I knew I would because I was obviously upset. And I went home with someone and then apparently the condom slipped off. I don't remember it. And in the morning I was like said, oh, maybe you should go get the morning after pill. I'm like, ooh, that's fun. That's something I haven't done before and that's really good ammo. So I did like the old super zoom of the... Oh, I re- actually remember yeah, that post. of the pill um, that day. And he saw it, and then I, like, recently unfollowed him. 
And then after he saw it, I noticed he unfollowed me. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, did I hurt him, like, in a good way? Or yeah. was it a bit far? Thoughts? <laughs> well, you do you, honey. Thanks. Have you spoken to him since? Oh, yeah. He, like, messaged me to see how I was. And I was just like, mm, yeah, like, I'm shit, but thanks. Here's all the reasons why I adore you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, but also you've got to do certain things to make you feel good about yourself. Like if you're going to post it, there's a reason why you're posting exactly. on social media. And That's if right. you feel empowered to do that, then, you know, all props to you. Really. Yeah, and at the same time, I think it's like I'm a contraception Nazi. So I also like thought it was very funny how it's not my usual style to like take the morning after pill. I've never taken it before. So... You know, it's all part of the brand. Mm. So I had to do that. Um, and, yeah. Like you know, it's so funny you say that because like, I was reading through the Google Docs on the computer and it said something along the lines of, don't be a fool, <laughs> slip something on your tool. Yeah. So <laughs> um, anyway, back to your story. No, that's the story. So, like, <laughs> how have you guys fared when you've come out of a breakup on social media? Like, oh, what man. did you want them to see? What did you feel bad about? Did you do anything on purpose? Oh, uh, look, this was... <laughs> I know my ex would be listening right now hey. because he said he would. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. I'm just going to be truthful here. So what happened? Um, yeah, so this was way before he got onto Instagram as well. But, like, after the breakup, I... Um, you know, and got into social media. And while I was still serially dating people, I just posted about my dates. Oh. And I'm like a serial <laughs> oversharer. Funny. I'm an oversharer. I share literally everything about my life. I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of an open book. I really don't care. Love it, same. Yeah. I think we all are. Yeah. You have to be if we're on yeah. I mean, why would you do this? Yeah, why would you do this show? Oh it my is God, national, what the- isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> should never mind you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I posted a lot about my dates on um, social media. And the guys that you were dating, did they see that? No, so they don't follow me on social media. But this was like way uh, a while ago. Now I, Mm. I wouldn't say I'm like actively dating anyone. Oh, I don't even know. (laughs) Men are weird. Dating's weird. Anyway, I, 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 just going off a tangent here. I just fall for people really easily. Yeah, you've told me this, and I was always like, "Mm, how though? A neck minute, like. No, actually, you know what? I love everyone. Like everyone's like up to you know. I just love everyone, no matter Mm. how shitty you are as a person. I will still love you. I'll find some something Something good about you. Good qualities. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know. As long as you don't get hurt, and if you like really do, I'm always cut. Does it still counteract when you find all these good qualities in people and Mm. things like that? No, you're just sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sorry. Sad. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always sad. I'm always like mellow. Well, insta warfare me- probably makes you feel better. Yeah, when yeah. You're so, okay, you know back what to I mean? the story. That's what I did, you know, like with the dating, I just posted on social media. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, it's it hasn't bitten me in your ass yet, but my yeah. ex has like listened to our past Naughty Root show episodes. Mm. Sick. Like, <laughs> I, recently, I recently found out because he told me, and I was like, shit. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, I had like um recently, it wasn't like a breakup, but just a guy that I was talking to on Tinder. Mm. And it we matched like when we were both like super busy with like uni and he was working. So it meant like we could never meet up. Mm. And then it kind of just like fizzled out. And I feel like what happened was um each of us kind of expected the other one to sort of, you know, make something yeah. happen. Mm. Yeah. And then I noticed like, because we 
because like we were so busy, this happened over a couple of weeks where we were talking. And then I just noticed all of a sudden all these Insta stories and posts became like very kind of like cocky and like he'd upload like an Insta story. Like you would see like his Louis Vuitton like uh-huh. wallet, wow. like sneaking wow. out of his pocket. I'm like, are you trying to like flex on me or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like all of a sudden like his, com- his complete, um, his persona on social media just completely changed. The cool kid. Like he was trying yeah. to like impress me. He's yeah. like a peacock, but, like, hey. Like what? Maybe a peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like he was just kind of like, oh, like um, you know, like you gave up on me. Like you didn't try to like. Yeah, this is what you're missing out on. Yeah, like yeah, cool, bro. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds like me though. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It's relatable. Um, and we've got some questions coming through. Oh yes, I love questions. Got a couple. So let's divert. Okay, so I straight male have a lesbian friend and me and another friend of mine straight woman have been trying to get her a girlfriend for some time now Mm. she's a femme and likes other femmes so my friend and I were thinking that we could take her to a gay bar where a dilemma occurred to me how does a straight male be a wingman for a lesbian woman can I be her wingman is it wrong for me to do so would love your opinion on this can I answer this of course um come to our studios at 8pm on Sunday and find Felicity. <laughs> Felicity is single <laughs> and she is ready. <laughs> um, so I think there's no harm in being a yeah. straight man wingman. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no discrimination against who can be a wing woman Person. or man. Yeah. I, I am pathetic when it comes to going up to people and saying hi. It seems to be always the other person coming up to me and saying hi. Um, I think that's like the best result. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, some people lack confidence and maybe she just doesn't really know what to do. But you should make sure that she's keen for someone first. Yeah, don't reinforce, like, like you're, you know, like, sure, she's single, but, like, make sure she actually wants to do it. And if she's a femme, she may be very comfortable just doing her. She don't need no other femme. But, yeah, have a chat. And, of course, you can go to a gay bar, like, of course. Yeah. My only advice with gay bars, because I frequent them so frequently, frequent mm. them so frequently, that's such a weird sentence, mm. um, is to make sure, <laughs> and that's just speaking from experience here, make sure you keep an eye out on a friend because I don't know what it is, but people seem to be really like let loose, like they let loose of their like, inhibitions and they just... Get up there, cool. rub it all yep. over your face. No, gay clubs are definitely what I find yeah. is guys are a lot more assertive, mm. and yeah. like especially gay guys. Like so, mm. if wherever like I go to a gay bar, like I'm not trying to like brag, but I just notice just like like all these guys kind of coming yeah, out energy, here. and it's just kind of like just like calm down a little bit. <laughs> like if I want to like talk to you, like I'll, I'll come yeah. over. So, like I'm like. I am pretty shy when it comes to dating, but still, like... So maybe a less intensive environment, especially if, like, you're just trying to ease into it because I guess you don't really need to be a wingman at a gay bar because people are just, like, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So mull that over. There could be some other destinations just out and about. Like sin. Because Felicity is here. (laughs) I know, so, like, people I'm people. interested in dating. Yeah. Yes. We have another question. Um, yes. Hi, Naughty Root. I've been thinking about getting involved in the porn industry. I'm a 21-year-old male. Mm-hmm. Um, would any of you make porn videos from Jack? Cool, Jack. Um, I'm, I hope it's something that you have considered mm-hmm. um, through Wait, and is through. Is the question, would we? Or would, he? would we? Um, but I guess maybe to validate and affirm. Because I think he's considering he's it. He's considering yeah. it. Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> 
Look, I'm a student and I'm a little bit low on cash, so... It's <laughs> true. <laughs> but I'd probably opt for stripping over yeah. porn because yeah. it stays on the internet. Yeah, um, true. And obviously, like, it's not an industry I'd want to stay in. Yeah. I'd want things more corporate. <laughs> so it's very dangerous to mix those two. So mm. I personally wouldn't uh, do porn. Yeah, like, maybe, Jack, have you considered sex work? Yeah, yeah. Jack. Sex work, for it. sure. Yeah. Um, or even, like, you could be a cam guy and just, like, do the whole secret thing so you know who your viewers are. There's yeah. also, only because speaking from experience as well, there is a company, I don't want to name the company, in Melbourne, which sort of does porn but not really. And they've really, um, it's nothing to, like, what's the, mm, it's not, like, porn where it's just stereotypically bad. Like, There's yeah, actually, no. like, some... Like ethical not common, porn? Just, ethical, that's yeah, the word. I was yeah. going to say there's common sense in it, but no, ethical's the word. Um, there is a company that does that, and they actually do pay you well. And, oh, and cool. All, the, the rights are up to you. It's not up to them to serve the rights to you and you sign off a waiver. Yeah, that's really they cool. Give, they give you like a blank page. and Not saying that I did porn. I've never done porn in my life, but... <laughs> Maybe like self-recorded shit, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> home videos, home videos, and I just watch them when I want to get off, get myself off. No, um, yeah. So there is a company in Melbourne that does it. So look into it. You know, there are companies that do it. Like, Make yeah. sure it's ethical as well. You know, I know there are companies in the US. Not going to shit on them, but you know, that's generally what they do. They just give you a waiver yeah. and get you to force it down. Like, there's so like, many Netflix yeah. series that you yeah. can watch that kind of go behind the scenes on that. Oh, look, yeah, I, actually, yeah. There is. They're a bit dirtier, swear. though. Yeah. They're, they're all obviously, like, there's an angle that it's bad industry to get into. Like, you just yeah, get that's that. The, see, yeah. that's why I'm saying it's mm. like... And it's, it's not always bad. There's also... Yeah. Do you know Erica Lust? She's um, I don't know. Where is she from? I think she's Spanish and mm-hmm. she's a director. Um, And, yeah, she does... Ex- erotic films but they're beautiful like the production and the real chemistry and the storylines so if you could find yourself like really cool artistic cinematographer who's like real into the respecting of the film and you yeah Yeah. that's cool i've also done this thing as well um there is another company in melbourne which sort of it's not porn it's not porn it's sort of like porn but not porn related it's a subscription based sort of thing um what you do is you you know record yourself from your chest upwards like you sure you want to show your chest be my guess or not mm. like your face upwards or sorry your chin up <laughs> just fling my mic sorry um yeah um you know from your neck upwards and you just record yourself giving yourself an orgasm and you oh. actually do get paid for it and i've done that before that is so interesting yeah, yeah. Ooh. so there's like it's sort of like erotica but there's different pathways yeah, yeah so you know ease yourself into it do what's comfortable for you personally yeah. i wouldn't yeah. get into it porn and um, I've done burlesque and that's as far as I go. Well, that's a lie. Oh, burlesque is fun. Yeah, I've done burlesque, but yeah. yeah. I reckon just, yeah, think about like sort of the ethical side of it. Yeah. And especially like as a guy as well. Like you want to make sure that you're, yeah. you know, creating content that's, you know, like I'm very Pleasing pro-sex, to but yeah, it, like you need to sort of think about the sexual politics involved with and it also, as well. Yeah. You need to weigh out the pros and cons. Like, do you want this attached to your name forever? Because, yep. you know, I work in medical. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I your work, digital I history study. is like... Yeah, so mm. it's going to forever be attached to me. But see, I'm okay with that because yeah. I'm quite liberal with myself. But some people are not and mm. you just got to 
remember yeah. that you need to weigh out the pros and cons. Have to be prepared to own your truth yeah. if because you just, get into it. Exactly. Just because you are really, you know, pro something doesn't mean other people are going to accept it. So, you know, mm. just bear in mind. It sucks, but, you know. Well, thanks for the question, Jack, and yeah. uh, straight mail. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want to ask any questions anonymously, you can do so through the naughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. I say it's time for another tune. Yeah, Yay. let's do it. So I'm just going to shuffle up um, on Felicity's playlist. Is there anything I should be afraid of here? Is, oh, uh, look. I, something oh, going to be a bit can out of the blue? Can we play this song? I really like this song. Actually, can we play Sticky oh. Raven Lanay, yes, please? I was going to mention you gonna that. Say yes, that? Yeah, I, I love, love this song. chick. She's coming to Melbourne as well. So Ooh, maybe we should go together. Sausage. She's playing Laneway as well. Ooh, oh, yes. This is Raven Lanay, Sticky. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. Ooh, yeah. You know, I also do this thing talking about dating, right? I share, overshare my play- playlist a lot to, like, my potential dates or potas- potential relationships. Oh, but then does it, like, scar yeah. the songs? If they... Well, it doesn't scar it for me because I like it nonetheless. Like, I well, don't really good. care. But, you know, I shove it down their throat and see what they think. If they do not like my music taste. See you later. And, be like, yeah, and they bye. just, like, get sick of the music sort of thing? Yeah. Or? No, I never get... What? Did you say day? Or no, what? No, like, the person you're dating, like, do they get sick of your music if you're oh, always yes, sharing it? Oh, yes, they do. Stuff yeah. them. Yeah, but, yeah, stuff them. But I should <laughs> give them, like, the liberty of, like, playing a playlist, their playlist. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so... You know, I, as I said, I've been on a couple of dates. Well, when I say couple, I mean a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so you should. Yeah, but I've been on Tinder for a while now. And, you know, I just love people in general. That's yeah. why I go on dates. I, lo- I love getting to know people. I find that, you know, I found that because I was in my past relationship. I didn't get the liberty of doing that, like getting to know people. Mm. Um, so... I'm also very used to people trying to slide into my pants mm. as well. So this begs, uh, you know, the question, right? Like, is it okay to have sex on the first date? Because I've been in situations where, yeah, that's happened, but also pleasantly surprised when someone doesn't want to sleep with me. And because of that, I think I'm repulsive. Oh, what? <laughs> You're not repulsive. They just probably want to respect you more. I know well, it's see, a weird I, thing. I feel great when someone does that, but also at the same time, I'm so used to like, yeah. people trying to like jump into my pants. It's yeah. like a different dynamic these days because you're not always respectful of someone by not having sex with them. You can, always, you can also respect their body by having sex with them mm. and doing it well. So I think you just need to listen to the urges in your body, make sure it's safe and consensual. Yeah. And... I've had one night stands that turn into relationships, so oh, that's great. you know you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. So what you're saying is like you do you. You do you. Obviously, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. I think that's a general consensus, hey. From yeah. VR. And I feel like it just it depends on like how comfortable you are with your sexuality as well, because if it's like a one night stand and you're both like you know pretty sex positive and sort of yeah. thing, like a one night stand isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, sort it's of funny thing you say that. I'm incredibly sex positive. Mm. So I thought the other person, and I'm to- not talking specifically about one person, talking about a couple of people, you know, people who've been like, yeah, bye, no sex, it's just a date. I've been mm. really like, but I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have sex with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure pets. it's just like the horns. You can find the someone horns. to... Cure that. You know, it's funny. Oh, I keep saying it's funny you say that. Anyway, um, you know, Tinder and Bumble are so different. So I reg- I used to regularly use Tinder, but now I sort of like slid into Bumble. Mm. 
and you know Tinder is known to be a hookup app. Yeah, but it's really unfortunate because I've um, <clears throat> a graduated advertising student, so I did a lot of work looking into Tinder, and mm-hmm. they're rebranding. Like they don't like it. Um, they and don't like the fact that. They yeah, like they the hate the stigma associated with it. Right. So it's really interesting. Like they've got a whole podcast series and everything about oh, really? dating, and yeah, yeah, like at least the American side of Tinder does. Oh, um, so. It is an interesting thing because I know a lot of couples as well, like people who have gotten married met on Tinder. So yeah. you just see a mixed bag of things. Yeah. And it could just be like, it sucks, but it could just be that those people that you've talked to are the ones who are just after sex. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys used Bumble often? I know Tinder's actually the only dating app that I use. Does so. it work for you? Um, not really. I prefer just to date people like that I've met in person. Me too. Um, See, I yeah. want that, but nobody wants to come up to me. Well, I impulsive. go I up to people when I'm a bit lit, and then they, and that goes really well. <laughs> like I don't think I have a failing record. I think it's all just success. Yeah. If That's Liddy Peter good. goes up to someone, I get the job oh, done. Why aren't you interested in me? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sorry. I remember that. Okay, that's like a, a, a inside Aww, joke. This girl's been in love with me from day dot. I love you too. <laughs> I, really love um, I would also say, though, that when you do hold off from sex, as lame as it sounds, it's better when it's kind of that sexual tension is created. Like, I, yeah. again, like through uni, kind of did this campaign for Tinder, just mm-hmm. like a pretend one where there'd be like a ban on sex to create more real connections. So yep. you would go like a month, so the no sex bember or something like that, mm. without having sex um, and to see where the connection goes. And then after that, your sex would be grand. Because the thing is, as much as we think that we're just all fucking like rabbits, our age group <laughs> is not having much sex at all. Yeah. So I think the average amount of people that we sleep with is not very high. I think it's like... Four or five for women and, like, eight for guys. Yeah. And then for um, our parents' generation, they had a lot more sex at our age, which is so gross. It's so gross. But, like, also, I guess with our parents' generation as well, it probably was pre, like, um, HIV epidemic as well. And, like, it was sort of just following, like, the sexual liberation as well and stuff as well. True. So I guess, like... Because I still think our generation's very sex positive. Just maybe we're a bit more cautious. I think we're also busy. We are. We're doing a lot of stuff that we won't really try anything unless we feel bothered. Yeah, and I was Mm. saying this to Felicity before the show that, like, for me, like, I don't have much dating experience, but I don't feel as if, like, I'm lacking, if you know what I mean, because I still feel really fulfilled in other parts of my life sort of thing. And for me, dating is more sort of like if I meet someone, I meet someone kind of thing. You're not like looking for it. Yeah. And like like we were talking with Tinder, because I just kind of hate that sort of forced like meeting someone and breaking the ice kind of thing. It's just like it's not really for me. I'd rather something happen a bit more organically. Yeah. And because I'm not like, I guess probably because I'm sort of, you know, like guys love to... um, go on about this all the time but because I'm like a privileged white guy like (laughs) I I know like everyone loves throwing around the word privilege at the moment but you know it enables me to do other things as well yeah so it's like um I'm not sort of I guess fixated on like you know dating all the time not that other people are not there's anything wrong with that 
But um, yeah. when I usually use dating apps, like I've used both Tinder and Bumble, it's just because I'm a bit lonely and like I don't even mind just talking to someone, going out on dates that don't eventuate mm. into anything. Yeah. Um, I think if I meet someone out in person and can feel something when I dedicate time to someone, like doesn't happen very often. Like usually I kind of toggle between talking to different people. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, I was taken by surprise when I recently was seeing someone because I was literally talking to two people um, for, like, the first few weeks and was tossing and turning and, like, mm, which one do I settle down with? <laughs> um, and then it just kind of clicked and I was like, oh, I've got a good connection here. Like, sometimes it, you just need to go with certain different, I guess, different avenues to see what clicks because mm. it's just determinant on the people. And it's not always shit people on Tinder and Bumble. It's just you kind of have to sift through all that to get to the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you just want to chat and you're just, like, going out on dates, then I think it's perfect. But have you found, like, what's your difference between Bumble and Tinder? Oh, I just found that conversations and Bumble tend to be a little bit more fulfilling mm. you know people seem to have like a brain oh that sounds yeah. like no, no, but shit, i've heard but people say that like bum was a bit more kind of proper and like yeah. i want to get to know you first before i you know so yeah. you know funny 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 that because come to think of it the people who've sort of rejected sex with me <laughs> were the bumble, bumble ones, ones. <laughs> that's so cute it's Literally. nice but I was at the same time come on <laughs> I told you I'm sex positive I host <laughs> a show on the Naughty Root show um, yeah so it's cute but you know just trial it all out pants. there's nothing wrong with trialling everything and anything I say yeah the more experience in dating apps, the more you understand about yourself as well. Like, but that being said, as well, how's like, the communication? Yeah, that being said, I feel like I've calmed down with the dating. I think when I was, you know, when I broke up with my ex, it was just like, oh, you know, going back to the yeah. Instagram thing. I'm gonna date anyone and everyone. Mm. Yep. And now it's I actually do make sure that this person's worth my time before I talk yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, can we play Ariana Grande? Thank you, Nick. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I've hosted already two shows today and they've, it's been played on both shows. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, no, I'm so boring. I'm just. <laughs> it's just an anthem. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Ari. You're the best. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sydney Nation. This is Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. Got a question? Hit us up at the Naughty Show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, thanks for tuning in so far. And we've already had some questions tonight, which is awesome. If you guys want to hit us up uh, anonymously on Tumblr, please do so. It's the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And we're also on Twitter at Naughty Rude. So please do hit us up. We're broadcasting live across Australia. So we'd love to hear from all of you guys. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a bit of a chat now, a bit of something that I've been thinking about a bit lately is um, kind of, it's a bit of a detour from the old sex talk. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about housework and sort of how gender sort of influences that and the distribution um, of housework. And, like, I don't know about you guys if you live independently or, like, live still with your folks or whatever, but, um, like, do you guys consider yourself, do you do much around the house? Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> in my last relationship, I was pretty much a handyman of everything. People actually made it a point to say that, oh, my God, you wear the pants in a relationship. <laughs> Literally everything in the house that was me. Even his folks, 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 parents, family said so. Oh my god! Uh Yeah. So you know, 
that was the point where I was the case. But yeah, I live alone now. Probably shouldn't share that on air. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I do pretty much all the work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think and you're comfortable. You don't feel exhausted or tired. I do because I have a two bed. Um, I'm privileged enough to have a two bedroom apartment. Oh, nice. Which I have on my own mm. with a cat. Meow. But my cat runs my life at this point. Mm. Um, what was the point I was getting at? Are you tired? Of- oh, yeah. Mm. Um, I do. I come on from work and I wish I had someone. So I had a flatmate at one point and I wish they sort of were still in my life to help me clean up the house when I am, you know, at work. Or yeah, because it's like a big responsibility. It is. Two bedroom. That's yeah. hardcore. Mm. I don't know that life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it made, I was thinking about this because like um, I still live at home and so I come from a family of six. Oh, wow. Three older brothers. And so I was like very male dominated mm. um, house. Um, and yeah, because like in just recent years, I've just noticed like how much my mum did growing up. Mm. Like she basically does everything. Mm. And like I've really made an effort in like the past maybe sort of six months to year just to do more around the house and just to be like make it fairer, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, when I was thinking about this, I thought about the point that sort of as soon as guys start helping around the house and stuff, they're almost, like, worshipped and mm. um, fetishized. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting because a lot of men also think that they can get away with doing small amounts of things around the house mm-hmm. because they get lapped up in all of that praise after yeah. just simply wiping the table with a sponge. Like, I still live at home, but I've been on my own overseas um, when I was studying abroad. And when I was overseas, I had a roommate and we just, like, did equal responsibility with everything was beautiful. And when I'm home, like, my mum's back's not really great at the moment, so she's awaiting surgery. And so I just do, like, my own shit. You know, I'll, like, make my bed with the linen and all that. I'll do the dishes if I cook, I'll cook for myself, things like that. I'll keep my room clean. Yeah. Um, but because it's only, like, me and my parents, there's no real urgency to, like, wash everyone's clothes and stuff like that. Like, we're fine. But my dad, he just thinks he's, like, God's gift. He does <laughs> yeah. one thing. Like, if he sweeps or if he vacuums for an hour, he just, like, acts as though he's so exhausted and he's just, like, done the hardest job ever. Yeah. And if I don't thank him for, like, 20 minutes afterwards, he just, like, gets in a huff and becomes really moody. Oh, and I'm like, mum is, like, broken. Yeah. And she's done <laughs> 10 times more what you've done today. And, like, you never say thank you. It's yes. just classic Greek man attitude. Yes. And also, like, probably small dick energy. I don't know. Small dick energy. <laughs> but, like, probably. No, it's <laughs> such a valid point, though. Mm. And, like, I feel like with my house, because I'm, like, the youngest. So, like, we're all adults now. And um, two of my oldest brothers, they live out of home. So, mm. it's just mm. me and my other brother and my parents. And, like, I feel like because, like, we're all adults now. Like, I'm 22. Yeah. So, it's more, like, it's kind of like a share house. Yeah. In a sense. Because, like, like you were saying, Peter, like, I do my own cooking as much as I can, do my own laundry, maintain my room and all of that. And, like, my own sort of space and all of that. Yeah. Um, and I guess just when you're younger, I guess you're like, oh, I'm the kid. Like, I, I, I shouldn't have to Which is fair enough it. because when you have 
kids and you bring children into the world, you're accepting that responsibility. And so I think it should be equal weight between parents um, of whatever gender and to also encourage that child to look up and see either a male or a female figure doing the same work. So then they grow up and they don't have any of these limitations in gender roles and thinking. So that's where I feel like I could have been so flawed, but I'm tremendously woke and I don't know how. I'm so guilty with that though. I froth when I see a guy do housework. Yeah. Okay, so you get around it. I get aroused. Yeah. (laughs) I get really shitty if a guy cooks me food he's not doing it right like i'm sorry he's just not unless he's like a michelin star chef see i (laughs) i have that same um issue but i keep it to myself so i don't know like mm, i still froth regardless because i think because i'm so used to my man not doing anything yeah yeah buddy who does anything i think you're god but like Peter, if you were in a relationship mm. and like say you're like living with say you're dating a guy and you're living with him and like he was you know you would expect him to you know do like yeah. half and half yeah mm-hmm. deaths. But you're like you're how you're saying before like if he was cooking he's not doing it right. Do you just mean like in the dating I stages think it's like, like maybe and maybe just the people I've been with couldn't really cook that well. Yeah. But I think there's also a little part of me that's like women do it better, which is so wrong. Like I know that's awful. So yeah. I think that might be like where that's my upbringing because I see how my dad does odd jobs around the house and he just like doesn't clean dishes right. Yep. He leaves dirt around and mum's just pristine. Mm-hmm. So in my head I'm like I think I kind of do it better but good on you for having a go. Yeah. <laughs> but then obviously I need to be around him more to lose that kind of preconception if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's also like, um, I think that's definitely true, but I guess it's also the fact that boys just aren't shown how yeah. to do this stuff mm-hmm. when that's they're right. growing up. Like, um, you know, I think I, like for me, I had, I have like pretty strong female, like my mum and my grandma, like my mum's mum. Mm. I was always kind of around them when they were cooking and stuff. So yeah. that kind of influenced me. Mm. But things like even like this morning, so like I went shopping recently and because um, like I'm like a midget, <laughs> I need Excuse to like... Excuse me, I'm shorter than you. <laughs> But, like, I need to, you know, like, take some pants up and stuff. And, like, I'm going to get my mum to show me how to do that. Yeah. Because, like, if I move out of home and do that, like, I'm not going to pay, like, four, like oh, 40 bucks no. or whatever yeah. to get my um, pants altered or whatever. And, like, like who cares if it's, who like, cares? a traditionally regarded as a feminine, um, you know, chore or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's all about being independent and self-sufficient. I totally agree. Like, 100%. It yeah. just sucks that you kind of become wired like that mm. because you just don't see it mixed See, I'm always like seesawing between, yeah, this is good. Like, for example, hemming your own pants. Yeah. I think that's really cool. In fact, like, you know, if I'm dating someone and know that um, they do that and they know how to do that, I'll probably be like, oh, my God. I think, another, yeah. You know, another brownie point for you. But I said at the same time on this topic as well, you're right. You shouldn't really um, praise yeah. the whole gender role sort of thing. No. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm a bit of... So that's why I I get critical. It's like, oh, he's cooking, like he's trying, but it's not great, you know? So I don't have to pat him on the back and say, oh, yay, you. So what's that? You're doing a girl's job. Yeah, exactly. You're making pasta or like, it's just boring. So what's the answer here? Like, should we pray or should we not? Don't act as if it's something that's so revolutionary and different. Mm. Yeah. Just yeah. M- normalise it so that yeah. they know what they're doing is normal. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and also just, like, your gender doesn't decipher what 
um, like how how much housework you do, yeah, or something like we're all just as responsible as anyone yeah. else when we're adults. I mean, how always a good are. example <laughs> of this as well. It's you know back in the nineteen fifties and nineteen sixties when women were asked to go into the war zone and help out around mm. like you know food rations and also just like being a mechanic during the world yeah. war. So and people would praise that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so you know, it's yeah. like whoa, you guys can hold a wrench. Well wow. done. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. Normalize it. Just yeah. normalize yeah. it. That's right. Mm. So that's the lesson today. <laughs> Normalize right. everything. <laughs> well, not everything. Household <laughs> <laughs> chores. Um, let's go back to the tunes. Let's listen to a little bit. I'm so happy of Leon Bridges. Oh yes, I love I a bit of Leon. Oh, so this is called Beyond. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation with Peter, Danny, and Felicity. Sin Nation, Naughty Root Show. <laughs> we here. We're here with We're just expecting Felicity's eyes. Because um, she she has pretty ones, and I wanted to know what colour they were. And it's a bit confusing, I can't really tell. What would you say they are? I want to say they're dark, or well, light brown. They yeah, they're fluctuate. Light. They're yeah. light, for sure. Yeah. We have a question from Dazza. Dazza. Dazza <laughs> says, hey, great show, guys. True. And then he goes, <laughs> <laughs> recently moved into a share house owned by a couple, and they are nice. I have done cooking and cleaning to pay my share of the rent. And now the couple have asked if I can pay my share of the rent by having sex with them. Would this be a good idea from Dasa? So you're prostituting yourself. So Daz, it's up to you, mate. Yeah. Do you want to prostitute yourself, sell your body? I would do it. Would it make the dynamic weird? Yeah, you, know, you have to you think about think the living post, conditions. The post-coital environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. True. Would it be a regular thing? Would you feel like it's adequate enough for the rent or are you worth more than that? You know oh, I mean? yeah. Know your yeah. worth. Right? Oh, know your exactly, worth. Yeah. Is it safe? <laughs> Will you break up the relationship? So many things to consider. I'm scared. but I'm I'm, so Are you worried for Dazza? I'm a bit worried for Dazza. Yeah. <laughs> Dazza, stay safe. <laughs> Don't break up the couple. <laughs> um, I also, I think one good thing as well is to have like a piece of paper Contract. Contract, yeah, that's true. the word. No, oh my God. Have a piece, a piece of, paper of paper on the table with nothing <laughs> on it. Um, yeah, a contract, you know, <clears throat> so that you can not potentially sign your life away in case. Mm, mm. And, like, what's the risk of, you know, maybe <clears throat> potentially developing feelings as well? Yeah. Because you live with these yeah. people. You said they're nice. Yeah. I mean, nice could turn into the love of your life. Yeah. Mm. So these are just so many. What an interesting scenario. I, I wonder if this happens often. Like, do people do odd things in a household to pay their share of the rent, which would be a lot. Yeah. Like, I imagine a thousand or more a month. So that must be a, like that'll be a lot of sex, I presume. So you just have to think about that. You don't want to wear yourself out. Don't want to wear yourself out. Yeah. Has anyone ever done this before? Yeah. If you have, chuck us a message. Um, on our Tumblr and give Dazza a little bit of insight. Tell them about your experience or have you ever thought to, yeah, exchange sex or something else for rent or anything else that you owe to someone? And if you do want to get onto that, that's the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We... We got... We dived in deep. We We did. We did dive deep. Let's go to a track and when we come back... I think we should talk a little bit about owning ourselves after a breakup. 
So you're listening to Peter, Danny and Felicity. Um, so we're talking about dating and sex tonight, heavily classic. on a uh, classic <laughs> naughty route, hey? Um, but I kind of want to touch on this topic because it's sort of affected me quite a fair bit in my life. Um, so I've been single for a while now and for a very long time because this was a long-term relationship, it took me forever to reinvent myself. So before I got into the relationship, before I actively started dating as well, I have and I'm still, I still am a very artsy, creative person. I'm quite liberal with sex as well. I'm sex positive. But, you know, sad to say during the relationship, I just hermited myself. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Hermited. Mm. Yeah, like, I became such a hermit, like, closed off with mm. my relationships with people. I never drew... I used to paint a lot. I used to write a lot. I used to be a um, poet. You know, I've had published work to all over the place. Wow. Yeah. So, and then ever since I got into the relationship, that just became stagnant. Like, I never started, I never wrote a thing. I realized because I always journal my entries yep. into some form like computer or my Dropbox or whatever. For a good three years, nothing. Whoa. And it was yeah. something that you didn't even notice <clears throat> while you were in the relationship. Yeah, didn't notice whatsoever. Wow. So when I got back into, you know, the dating scene and just started to realize, hang on, I, you know, when I, the reason why I broke up with this person was because I realized that I wasn't myself anymore, you know. I was starting to get feelings for other people while I was in a relationship. Mm. So I know it's really shitty to say, but, you know... Fe- feelings are feelings and you've got to trust your gut instincts if you know something's not working yeah. for you listen to it so that's what I did and I couldn't be happy because now I'm going back into my art you know I'm very open about my life again you know I'm very generally quite sex positive relationship po- positive people positive sort of person in that relationship not nothing like that so that being said, um, yeah, I feel like it's really important to know where, how you are as a person. Make sure you are still the person during the relationship and not forgo what your true self is. Mm. Like, you know, don't forget that that's you because the moment that you sort of like push that away, you tr- push your true self away for someone else, that's when you know, you know, like... Yeah, it's like I guess not. if you don't notice it, how do you see the notice? Like, see the warning signs. You know what? I actually feel like I've noticed it. I just ignore it because mm. I was so happy in a relationship. Mm. You know, and um, and you'd probably yeah. say something to yourself like, "All oh, right, now I just want to prioritize the relationship. Yeah. but I'll get to it when I get to it." And then at some point, you've kind of like jeopardized your creative self and. You've just focused solely on someone else rather than yourself. And that was really exhausting, you mm. know what I mean? Um, it doesn't happen all the time, does it? Or was it just with that particular person? I've, I've been with this person for a really long time. Mm. So, yeah. you know, past relationships. I'm only 22, so past mm. relationships would have been like, I wasn't too serious. Yeah. yeah. So... If you don't mind me asking, though, like, does that make you... that Because you said you sort of um, didn't notice... Um, yourself kind of losing touch with your more sort of creative side. Yeah. Does that make you like fear getting into a committed relationship yes. now? That's mm. why I'm a serial dater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I find I love experiencing things, so that sort of 
ignites my creative side so you know yeah. a new experience gives me new ideas and you know I've I have people listening on the show right now who are who I've been on dates before I don't know why I started whispering um, <laughs> yeah so I've used <clears throat> I've done a Taylor Swift and not that it's a shame mm-hmm. it's, it's not shameful to do so but I use you guys as inspiration for my work and I'm not gonna you know I'm not I look I still am tossing between how far should I go with my creative side of things because I don't want to push it either because mm. <clears throat> like sure I know who I am as a person but do I want to cross my own boundaries to like reinforce that this relationship wasn't working for me yeah I am going to push myself even further into the deep end to see how far I go and not jeopardize myself yeah you know. I guess you don't need to really think about it consciously you just need to let it move at its natural pace because there should be a balance Mm. and the fact that you didn't have a balance with your creative side kind of says something about the person that you was that you were with Mm. I would say so if you ever find like it's happening again I think that's probably a clear warning that that person may not be right for you in the long run yeah um also the sort of um our conversation right now has ignited any um triggering thoughts or um, emotions do give um, these hotline numbers a call um, I will bring it up if I can find yes so um, you can contact life, <laughs> you, lifeline <laughs> on 13 11 14 um, kids helpline is 1800 double five 1800 and then national sexual assault family and domestic violence counseling 24-hour line is 1800 respect I appreciate that a lot. That's Danny. all right. Thank you. Thanks, Danny. And um, if you just want to get something off your chest and ask us something, it's the naughtyroadshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. I do have a question for you both, though. Like, What's do you up? feel like, especially you, Peter? Because yeah, yeah. Um, did you feel like you had to reinvent yourself after a um, breakup? Um, we weren't together that long. Mm-hmm. Like, it was under three months, which mm-hmm. is weird for me um, because I've never really gotten that deep and that connected to someone in a short time frame but we spent a lot of time with each other and there was just constant communication which I don't even maintain with my girlfriends like I don't have a bloody group inbox that I'm talking in like every second of the day like I'm not like that I kind of spread myself thin so I put all of my energy into someone for a little while so it is a bit disheartening now to not have that person to call, to debrief my day or to talk to when I have issues like with my parents or with friends and stuff. So, you know, having someone who's always involved to be by your side but won't get involved in those aspects because they're separate to that part of your life, Mm. I miss. Um, And it's really, really a bit of a bummer because me and my life and who I was was definitely someone who was ready for a relationship. So... I was, like, so ready to go on to that next phase of my life because I've never been in a long-term relationship. Um, and, like, it was pretty much promised to me, which is, like, the, a really unfortunate side to the story. Mm. So I was just, like, putting all my energy into that. Like, that was who I felt like I needed to be and I felt like it was my best self. I hadn't been that confident with myself. Um, like, I wasn't anxious at all and I had a bit of an ang- like bit of anxiety in the middle of this year mm. um, and have had in the past. And then I kind of feel like his issues then he felt even worse because he saw me being in such a good state that it kind of, yeah, it kind of like triggered him and intimidated him. And so, yeah, I think coming out of it, now I feel like I'm having my dip and he's probably like 
feeling more empowered and looking after himself, which he should be doing. But I didn't become dependent, but I just got used to having that companion. Mm -hmm. I've never really, like, had a friend like that that I was, like, invested in. Sorry, is it like finding the independency again and not be codependent on this person? Like, to I'm help? very busy. I ke- I've always kept myself busy. So, like, I'm kind of distracting myself, but you kind of feel lonely. It's yeah. weird. Like, I get that, yeah. You know, when you're just like chilling out watching TV mm. or lying in bed or you think of something and you want to tell someone, yeah. it's just not the same when you like mm. message your mates or like go for a walk with a friend. Mm. And it's all well and good then, but then you go home and you're alone and you just feel shit about yourself because even though, like, there could be a reasoning behind why something didn't work, Mm -hmm. I just felt like I wasn't good enough or even if it was the wrong timing, like, why wasn't I good enough to make the timing irrelevant, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that just is a bit of a bummer, but it's raw, like, it's been a week, so... (laughs) I'll get above it. We're Um, here for you. Thanks, man. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, listeners. (laughs) What about you, Danny? Um, Yeah, so I was actually having a chat to Felicity before the show, and I was saying that um, I'm someone who actually doesn't have um, a lot of dating experience, Mm. and um, I relate quite a bit to your experience, Peter, in sort of the past maybe two or three years, I've become sort of a bit of a bit of a workaholic and mm-hmm. I sort of have very fulfilling sort of friendships and other um, avenues in my life. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, so say from about 17 to about 20, um, I'll probably just make a bit of a content warning for this as well, just for any listeners. Um, yeah, I sort of um, dealt with anxiety quite a bit and even sort of... Um, uh, disordered eating and which affected sort of my um, body confidence and things like that mm. so that sort of meant for me when I was younger and a lot of people you know sort of started dating and things like that that meant that I sort of reserved myself a bit more yeah um, but like recently I've sort of grown and come into sort of a very good place mm. um, and I think I'm sort of quite a sort of fiercely independent person in terms of dating um, but I think I am, especially now coming into sort of the summer um, mm. with sort of more free time, I am putting myself more out there. And I think that just, just kind of goes back to how we were talking. Um, like you go through, like Felicity was saying, you sort of go through stages where you're maybe a bit more independent, yeah. focusing on yourself. Yeah. And then there's more periods where, you know, you're getting out there and socialising a bit more and things yeah. like that. And I feel like I'm sort of coming into that sort of stage where I'm sort of ready to sort of, start dating properly again and things like that and even then like when you're at that comfort stage like you might just slip into it without realizing and then Mm. you just have to affirm like yep this is actually what I feel comfortable doing cool um if you go out on a mission to find someone it generally doesn't go well no so that's why like it was such good timing for me that I couldn't possibly understand how the timing was bad for him yeah um but you know like things come into play past relationships were pretty raw from his end so I know it yeah. sucks as well but like I suppose we just need to realise that everyone's at a different timeline 100% in their, you know, life with and I dating. think like I need to validate myself and be like you know that's really good for me to know that we just weren't compatible in that sense but I know what I want yeah. um, and, and if that person can't provide that yeah. then I have to push on Yeah, and it, like, yeah. it's a cliche but seriously just um, when I was on Naughty Rude last time, like a few months ago, like just don't compare yourself mm. to other people. And you've just got to kind of try and see like the humanity in everyone mm. and that everyone is on their own path. Yeah. yeah. And um, mm. I think that was a major thing for me in sort of um, kind of overcoming my anxiety is really just constantly validating yourself <laughs> and mm. seeing that it, like as long as you're sort of, you know, just doing you. Yeah. 
yeah, you don't need to compare to other people. And yeah, and I think, like, you need to also check in with yourself while you're yeah. in the relationship too, like, yeah. and which is obviously what he did. Um, and even though, like, I might have been a good match for him, he wasn't looking after himself and that's when you think, well, that's a warning sign, like maybe a relationship isn't right for me. And if you're compromising your creativity or you're not working well enough or you're not seeing your friends, then again, it's just it may not be that person that's poisonous. It could just be the relationship idea is not right for you at that point in time. It's not balanced. Yeah. Um, Just going slight, just very slightly off tangent, but, you know, another trigger warning as well. I find myself being... Ah... Look, I when I'm happy in a relationship with someone or if I'm getting to get really comfortable with someone, I eat like a normal person. Mm. But when I'm happy with myself but not actively dating, I eat the bare minimum. And I don't know how I feel about that. So that's also partially another reason why I really don't want to get into a committed relationship. Because when I was in a relationship, I was so unhealthy. I was just eating, 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 eating nonstop, like binge eating. And I was so... For my size, I was pretty overweight. But as I got even more unhappy with my relationship and my life... I started to exercise a lot, like obsessive over exercise. So I got healthier, but also at the same time, I wasn't eating enough. So it was like a limbo with emotions, and I don't mm. know how how that works. I should probably see someone about it. But just to let you know, like if anyone's dealing with um, you know, the same sort of issues, just yeah, you're I'm not like, alone. Um, but you know, someone I'm seeing, not even I don't even know what we're at at this stage. But anyway, someone I'm sort of like seeing, sort of dating, going on dates with, I feel so like redundant and insignificant to this person because this person looks has amazing. Got their shit together. He's got their shit together. It L- looks great, and I, you know, I'm quite comfortable with myself. I'm quite confident, but for some reason, I struggle with dating people. Who got their shit? Who has their shit together? Because I'm so used to being on dates. Oh, well, you and my uh, ex probably would get along great. <laughs> I don't like people just shouldn't be intimidated by one another. I can yeah. understand it would come from a place of insecurity. insecurity and no, I'm I think, so for someone who's quite confident. Who yeah, uses confidence. I'm deeply insecure. Yeah, it's when you're not really secure in yourself yeah. so it just comes back to not hating them not being jealous of them not despising them for feeling content in their bodies you just need to accept yeah. yourself a bit more yeah. I'm just really afraid of dating this person even further like I, I really like this person but I'm so scared like deeply petrified to date this person further because people might say this person's perfect you know? <laughs> there's no such thing as perfect but this person is like yeah. Yeah, you would be lucky to date this person. I feel like, though, like, it's a hard um, pill to swallow, but I feel like, ultimately, intimidation, like, it's on you. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, like why the hell are you with me? You look amazing. You are great. Your personality is amazing. But you, why are you look amazing. Potatoes? You are great. Like, from someone else's perspective, they could feel that way exactly about you. Yeah, and that person might have a million insecurities. Yeah. You never yeah. know. It, it Maybe he, like, um, like works out obsess- obsess- obsessively or something yeah. because he has an in- insecurity. Or like, has come from somewhere that was really dark. Yeah. yeah, you just never know. Like, everyone, like, has their own sort of... True. true That's actually really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are we I good at this? Sense. You know. Oh my god! I should just get you guys to come to my place. We just have like a powwow. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. We might even just re- reiterate um, those helplines just because it has been a bit of a heavy segment. Um, so Lifeline is one three. Uh, sorry, 13, 11, 14. And the kids' helpline is 1800, 55, 1800. And National Sexual Assault, Family and Domestic Violence Counselling 24-hour line is 1800-RESPECT. Um, please don't hesitate to get in contact with those helplines because um, mental health is important and we do need to take care of ourselves. Um, we had a pretty, you know... DNM then, so it's we might cute. chuck it to a tune just to liven things up again. All right, let's go to a tune. I was going to say to lighten up the mood, I actually like let's see what's during <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. All right, Danny, what's been troubling you? Oh, this hasn't been troubling me. I just oh, okay. thought we'd have a bit of a bit of a yarn. Let's have um, a yarn. So, can you guys tell when someone's into you? No, absolutely not. Ever? Um, Ever. Ever. Yeah. So are you sort of like, you'll just, if you're into someone, you'll just give it a crack. If they're into you, they're into you. If they're oh, not, they're I'm not. I'm into everyone. <laughs> That's the thing. So I, you know, we were talking about this on break as well. You know, I'm trying really hard not to put all my eggs in one basket. But it's just really easy for me because I just love everyone. I'm such a people person. Mm. I aim to please. So, you know, I know how I feel about people. So I'll just leave it as that. If someone's into me, then so be it. But I can never tell if anyone's into me. That's yeah. just a I feel simple. Like it's a pretty good approach though, because in that way, yeah. you're just like you're getting yourself out there, and it's like you, you give it a crack. If they don't like, like if nothing happens, you but I move get on so hurt. I get so cut. Oh, see, so like you mm. get quite invested in the people that you like approach, sort of thing. Well, see, I heavily get induced in people's emotions. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I. I try not to half-ass listen to people. I actually, like, wallop their emotions and mm. their problems and try to help them as much as I can. That's, like, the empathetic, like, personality I have. But, you know, at the same time, I... It, it, it troubles me to a point where I don't know whether I really like this person, as in romantically or platonically. Because I've been in love with people before where it's like, I am so in love with you and it's going to break my heart and I will never get over it. And then this new person comes along and, like, ten seconds later... Mm. Out of my life, I forget about them. And I'm like, yeah. hang on, wait a minute. I was in love with you. Like, I was obsessed with Feelings you. Feelings are weird, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. just me. I don't know. I hope none of you who I... I think I have a bad me. retention strategy. Like, I know that I make people, well, guys, like, yeah, I'm like 80% straight. I don't, wouldn't even call myself bisexual. Like, I'm not even sure. Like, had sex with girls twice, but I love dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, when it comes to guys, I know how to intrigue them and get them, like, hot or think that I'm funny and, like, get onto the dates and stuff like that. Like, that's easy. Yeah. Um, and then I've rarely gotten guys pretty much, like, confess, I've got feelings for you. Like, I know when a guy thinks I might be attractive or when it's just a lust thing, just through body language and whether or not they pay attention to you and communication. And then when you see it and you see someone who really is emotionally invested in you, it just changes, like, your whole understanding of what it looks like when someone actually resembles you in your feelings scape. But then they can go from, like, being super invested to needing to be alone. So, like, in that case, I don't really know how how to keep them 
Yeah, okay. I guess for me, like, again, we were having a chat over the break. And for me, like, in terms of just, like, attraction and sort of, like, the early stages, like, I feel like because I'm biased. So with guys, I feel like I can pretty much tell, like, pretty easily. And Mm. I think also with with social media as well, like, you know, you can sort of, with, like, the frequency of likes and things like that. Yeah, I think when they put in effort and things like that, for sure. Wait, what do you mean by that? Well, like, you know, if someone's, like, constantly, like, liking all your stuff on social media and, Tagging in memes. Yeah, things like that. Like, I don't know. I have no confidence to do that. Wow. I oh, really? really want to, but I'm yeah. just too scared, Love and it. I don't want them to think like otherwise. Sending them like photos crazy. in the DMs, you know. Yeah, but um, like you were saying, Peter, how with sort of more emotional investment, I think for me, I can sort of, I feel like I'm quite good at sort of reading people, and when I sort of, um, maybe if the person I'm dating is, um, maybe has maybe some commitment issues or something like that, mm-hmm. I can usually tell like if they're sort of being a bit kind of weird yeah. or irrational like sometimes I'm able to sort of look at look at it from an outsider perspective mm. and be like okay they're being weird because they're sort of scared of maybe admitting they have yeah. feelings like I'm not trying to like be arrogant or anything but like people like who I maybe have dated like like seen for a while mm. so like you know that there's time to develop an emotional yeah. attachment it's not just like oh we got went on one date or he must be yeah. in love with me but um yeah like you can sort of see those little kind of habits like maybe yeah. sort of pushing away out of, out of fear yeah. or something like that. So I guess sometimes it, it's not always easy, but like trying to sort of look at it from an outsider's perspective. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah I get that. Mm. But that's not always easy because, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, and like you always, like you know that people don't just like switch off feelings. Like exactly. that definitely can't happen. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's good when you have someone who can honestly communicate that they have feelings for you, but... Sometimes people just might not, and I'm like that. I don't really confess very easily, and that's why you've struggled having um, understanding whether or not girls are interested in you. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, like back in high school, I and had I no of, idea. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, Felicity, if you get this vibe, but as girls, like, you're always made to feel like we're the obsessive ones, we're the emotional ones, so because we hear all of that, yeah. we tend to just kind of put our guard up a bit. Yeah. And even though we might be feeling heaps, like, tremendous amounts of love, yeah. we won't say that. Like, I, we'll, we'll no, wait until yeah. the wedding day. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, and this is someone coming from someone who writes, who used to write yeah. for a living. You know, I use words to profess my emotions and yeah. affection. Yeah. It's funny because I'm bi as well and I'm the same with you, uh, Danny. Yeah. I know when a girl likes me. I just know. Yeah. But with guys, I'm just hopeless. And I feel like, like not to shit on like the straight people, but I feel like also when you're queer, maybe like you're more in touch sort of yeah, with your feelings because you've kind of gone through yeah. that, that experience of having to discover like, oh, yeah, I am queer. But also so you might understand your gender a bit more as well. So yeah. Yeah, maybe true. you kind of get it. I'm not saying. But it's also, like, because with me, my bisexuality is, it's defined as sort of people who share my gender identity and who don't. Yeah. Mm. So that also means, like, um, I'm open to dating, obviously, like, non-binary people and trans. So Mm. I guess, like, there are people that aren't sort of the opposite Mm. gender of me. But I I know what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's really interesting. I guess, like, it changes from case to case. Mm. Um, It can never be that easy. There's not one size fits all. Mm. Mm. I just wish there would be like a um, fairy godmother 
godfather thing. Like it was the like, shoulder. they're into you. <laughs> in I'm in you. their head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just want the confidence to go up to someone and be like, I like you. I actually like you a lot. I will write about you, but I want to tell you that I like you. Yeah. <laughs> just write about them and then, like, I don't know, send it to them. Yeah, because it's, like, super frustrating. If, like, cause I, it's happened to me where like, someone's, like, told me, oh, like, I had a crush on you, like, for ages during your summer, and, like, you did yeah. nothing. I was like, well, I had, like, no idea. Yeah. And, like, I... Would you like that person... Well, just thinking of that person said that to your professor, to you. Well, like, but, you? but, like, sometimes there's been a situation where it was, like, maybe someone who I was spending quite a bit of time with, and maybe I just thought we were friends. Oh. And I just sort of... The, just the whole sort of possibility of dating just right. didn't sort of cross my mind. And mm. then maybe, like, a few months down the track or whatever, mm. they were like, like, I was into you. I was like, oh. really? And it's like... And then you kind of, like... And then it's an awkward stage because it's like, you know, are they still into me? Yeah. Like, where do we, like, go from here sort of thing? Um, yeah. Slightly off tangent, but like, how do you. When is the right moment to tell someone that you like them? I feel like there's not. I think, like, when you say, like, I like you, that can literally be, like, flat out on the first or second date. You can be like, I really like seeing you, and I think yeah. we get along, and I like your qualities. I want that confidence. I think God. being able to say you have feelings for someone's it's harder. Diff- that's yeah, different, isn't different. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like. I never overtly said that first. Yep. I've never said that first. Yeah. So that's hard for me. But if they've given me the validation and said something, then I come clean with it, of course, as yeah. well. Yeah, how are you like that? But I'm not scared to say, like, oh, like, I think you're really cool. Like, yeah, no. I'd love to, like, see you again or whatever. Because that kind of like, feels yeah. elementary compared to saying, I have feelings for you. Yeah, because there's, a, I guess, an attachment when you say something like that. And then... Because feelings yeah. implies it, it's going to develop into yeah. something. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So if you feel like it will develop, then, yeah, you've got to say the whole feelings thing. I hate being hurt. Like most oh, people, I don't think anyone's a fan. M- yeah, most people. <laughs> but I feel things really deeply and I'm very pathetic about that. So, mm. yeah. I think the only way to do it is just to feel it. At least you know you're feeling something. Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, I'm, I like being at a comfortable stage where you can mm. just talk about it and I don't want to make things awkward. That's why we don't talk about How it. How long have you been seeing him? I wouldn't say actively seeing this person. I want to say, like, you know, I've been dating around and people who have dated before yeah. would have been, you know, I really like you. I won't say anything. You won't say anything. And then it just floats away. And yeah. that hurts as well. But I just want to know the validation. I just want the validation yeah. of knowing that you like me too. And we just fucked it up. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we fucked it up. Um so I think, like, my approach now, I suppose, is to actually be open about it and say, hey, I yeah. like you. Do it. Oh, you got to so do it, man. <laughs> do it. I'll try. It'll get easy with time, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. And, like, it feels great when they validate you. You know, for someone who teaches burlesque, right, a.k.a. more, mm-hmm. I teach people how to seduce. I teach people how to, like, you know attract the opposite sex or the same sex mm. or their partners. I suck at doing it for myself. Mm. <laughs> you can probably <laughs> seduce. Like, when you use lust rather than real feelings, I think it's easy to to do one as opposed to the other. You know mm, what I mean? True, actually. That's definitely normal. Feelings mm. are weird. Like, I can be a little minx and then, like, <laughs> ask me I love the word minx. to talk yeah. feels so and I'm like, meh. Mm. Hey, I really like you. Can we stop now? 
Um, hey guys, we're coming into the last 15 minutes of the show. Um, I reckon let's maybe just promo our socials once more, try and get some more <laughs> questions push, push, just push. in the last 15 minutes. I thought you meant our personal prom- uh, socials. Oh, you like, can if sure. you want, Felicity, go for it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you want to anonymously ask us any questions, you can do so by going to thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Or if you just have no inhibitions, you can tweet us at Naughty Rude. Okay, so we've got a couple questions. How exciting. Thanks, folks. Very excited. Um, <clears throat> firstly, we've got, hi, guys. What's the best way to give oral sex to make a female partner orgasm multiple times? From Cat. I think I'll pass that one over to you guys. Um, I've only given oral to a girl once um, and I don't even know if she came. So <laughs> I'll pass it over to Felicity. Okay. Um, I'm not an expert. Like I know what is good for me. The trick. Oh God. Everyone's so different though. I don't want to give wrong advice either. But like, yeah. I aim for the clip. Always, aim, Always for aim for the clit. And, yeah. like, it's got so many nerve endings. It goes, like, It'll back in inside. Yeah. And, yeah, everything just swells up. And, like, if you notice that, then you know you're doing well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would also, like, just suggest um, even, like, taking it slow. Like, everyone thinks that it needs to be oh, fast. I hate it when... It's like you're going to chafe me before I even come. Like, I'm going to think about, yeah, what I've been given rather than what I've given. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. why I didn't think of that before I have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, prefer it when there's a bit of suction and maybe, like, there's, like, quite a bit of focus on that one spot. But, you know, it doesn't need to be crazy. Like, I've had people who just, like, full-on hike me up and, like, start rubbing their face, like, sideways. Yeah, and it gets a bit full-on. And I feel like... Start off slow. I That's feel pressure. And I feel like if you're, like, your like, aim is, like, to make her come multiple times, like, don't, yeah, go in, like, full blaze yeah, right at the exactly. start. Like, tired. you've got to build it up and, like, get I mean, some foreplay going beforehand mm, as well. Mm. Is this a porn thing, coming multiple times at one shot? Like, I feel like that's I a am, fake I'm, it, I'm very easily made orgasm. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, probably average, like, three orgasms in, really? like... Yeah, in like foreplay, and then we'll have one or two in sex. Yeah, I know. I'm okay, gifted. So yeah, blessed. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I'm blessed. Like, <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> exactly. I can only come once using like foreplay, doing foreplay. Wow. That's it. So, foreplay for me, it's like opposite. Like, I need to have sex before foreplay. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. See, everyone's different, cat. So, I reckon just ask as well, because this person's probably had mouths on them before and may know particular things that worked in the past. So give that a whirl, but nice and slow. Also, you can sometimes use your fingers in the bottom I was going to well. say, like, um, you know, aim upwards. Mm-hmm. Finger in, upwards. Press no, into good the one. Floor. Yeah, the pelvic floor is a good one. Yeah. yeah. We're doing little finger movements <laughs> like, to show you visually. And Danny's like, oh. <laughs> uh, we have another question. Kat, I hope it all works out for you. Good luck. We have another question. Hi, Naughty Rude. Have you ever masturbated in a public space like a school bathroom, on a train, or a car? From Rex. Oh, wow. Rex, I have not. Yes, you know, I have. apparently it's very common. 
Like the guy I was dating and his mates always wank in their work bathroom. I feel like, but wow. a bathroom's different. Like a bus or a car. A bus like, or a car is a bit extreme. Okay, I go, illegal, like, okay. But I've, people like get hand and head while driving and stuff. Yeah, I have had sex in a car before. <laughs> while driving? But no, yes, not, not while driving. Oh. I've yeah. given head before when a guy's driving. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's even worse? What? That's His kid was sleeping on the back. Who was? His oh kid. my god. Yeah. But he was Where two though. Well, he's yeah, so ask that, his that's really so bad. many questions. That's really I bad. Don't follow my yeah. Yeah, don't. I feel like car needs to be stationary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, train. That's just like not. Yeah. That's not okay. No. Yeah. There's people public there. indecency. And public indecency, you'll get charged. <laughs> and there are cameras <laughs> on trains as well, so yeah. don't do that. School um, bathroom. Also, that's like not the best place to do it. <laughs> Um, if you're not in school, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to a school with that intention. She's not very safe. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you go to that school, I guess, give it a whirl. Give I never whirl. did that. But, um, I know people like have sex in the bathrooms and stuff at school. Yeah. You know, actually, I've actually done it once, but I, it's not because I was horny, but it's because I actually physically needed to do it for some reason. Like okay. my whole body was like, Ooh. "You need to do it to it's get time. something off." It's time. And I think I was seventeen at that time. Wow. I just needed to, and I. It wasn't a mental thing; it was like a physical thing. It's crazy. Okay. I've yeah, never... and I've only done it once in school. Oh. But at least with the bathroom, like there's there's privacy. Like yeah. you know what I mean. I like, just wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't know. And like, oh, the I'm other not comfortable thing... about it. I don't like the oh. idea, but I do it. So this other saying? person told me that like when they were watching porn, they wouldn't even have earphones; they just played out loud in the uh... bathroom. How gross is that? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, it's just like one toilet bathroom. I'm still gross. Like people yeah. can walk past." Yeah, there. echoes, bro. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> anyway, I'm not judging you guys. You know, you do. You just make sure the people around you aren't uncomfortable because it could be considered sexual harassment. Yeah. Yes, please be considerate and respectful. Be considerate and respectful, but also be risque. You know, why not? Go to a park. <laughs> fine line, guys. Fine there is line. a fine line. Actually, don't go to a park. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Guys, Um, we're really enjoying the questions, but... Time's up. Time's up. Mm. We're done. Thank you for tuning in to the Naughty Rude Show. If you do want to check this out, because there are some great tips in there, you can definitely check out the podcast. It will be uploaded through Omni, uh, and you can suss that out through the Naughty Rude Show. Um, also, just anywhere you get your podcasts from, iTunes, or even you can go if you go straight to sin.org.au. Mm. We'll be there as well, probably within the next few days. But keep those questions coming. If you love us, let us know as well. Yeah, yeah. if you love us. We're going to be back in next Sunday, so we want to see that inbox flooded. Like, flooded. literally. Wet. Please. <laughs> this is the Naughty Rich Show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Naughty Rich Show. We're signing out. Thanks for staying tuned. Yeah, so, we'll catch you next week. So, Bye. So, 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 so,